Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Erica. We are the Sugarcraft Junkies and this is our podcast. It's for professionals, home bakers and everyone in between. Each month we'll bring you the latest news, trends, ones to watch and so much more. So stay tuned. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Good morning. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, pretty, pretty good. Lovely. Yes, considering we've we've had a an interesting week, but I'll tell you about that. Okay, I look forward to hearing about it. Oh, thanks. Before we get on to that, though, our listeners may have noticed that at the start of our podcast, there's now a little, I'm going to call it an advert. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to donate some money to us continuing to do the podcast, there is a link in our show notes, and this will play at the beginning of all of our shows. It's like a 15 second ad, if that. Yeah, throw us a couple of quid. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no minimum that you can put in. It's not a regular donation. It's a one-off if you want to make a donation. Unless you love us that much. If we can get paid from doing this, then it means we can spend a little longer working on the podcast, which would be lovely. Oh, that would be lovely, wouldn't it? Yes. <laughs> if not, it's, it's our hobby. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought I'd be putting uh, in my hobbies podcasting. No, but there you go. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So what have you been doing then? God, I've done a lot. <laughs> have you? Yeah. You're so busy all the time. This is like super busy. I'm going to edit my list because I think it's ridiculous. I had to make a list the other day. I was like, oh, it, wow. it fits on a post-it note, just about like a long one. Wow. Yeah. I'm impressed. I mean, for people who aren't in the UK, so we're recording this on the 26th of July. On the 19th, the UK came out of lockdown completely. Yes. So everything is open. There are... What's that? My washing machine finishing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Sam and I have both got our washing machines on, but I've shut the door, so hopefully you can't hear mine. Mine doesn't beep, it just stops. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I just happen to be in the kitchen recording the washing machine. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Yeah, so lockdown's um, been completely lifted from the 19th. Previous to that, Pretty much everything was open. The only thing that wasn't was nightclubs and there was limits on how many people you could have in your house, essentially, wasn't there? And if you were going out, you could have a minimum or maximum of six in a, a per group rather than per venue. Um, yeah. So everything's opened up. Everyone's starting to do stuff again. I have been, I'm going to start with non-cake stuff. I went to Broadstairs while the weather was nice Ooh. before the kids broke up in school. Because uh, I nice. fancied going to the beach. Um, that was incredibly hot. Rather nice. Had a nice long walk. Oh, lovely. Is that going to beep until you take it out? No, it should stop. Okay. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> <laughs> like beeping on and off for like the next hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, I met up with my family and we went for a meal in Chinatown oh, at the Four nice. Seasons, which was nice. Uh, we also outside because we could have you could have up to thirty outside, so that was fine. Yeah. We had a little wander around. Um, I don't think my niece had really been uptown very much, so took them sort of via scenic route from Charing Cross via. Um, God, I want to say Canary. Wolf. Did you go Covent Garden? Yeah, Covent Garden, but also Trafalgar Square. Oh, so right, okay. through that way and saw the fountains and yep. the lions, all the rest of it. Um, very nice. 
met a friend for coffee and had to catch up because I've not seen her since like January time when we went for like a walk in the woods. Um, yeah. I had my birthday. Yes. I've been to Hampton Court because I wanted to go there for years. I was like, do you know what? I'm going to go while there's still limiting numbers because it's just going to be nicer to walk around when there's yep. less people. So I did that and managed to pick a day when the flower show was on. So there was loads of people going through the grounds, but also it was like torrential rain the entire day. So I was quite glad oh. I was inside, but it means I didn't see an awful lot of the grounds because it just wasn't that enjoyable to walk around. They've got a very nice maze. They do. I didn't see the maze though, unfortunately. No. But they I did go... Yeah, <laughs> swam out. <laughs> um, I did go over the road to Richmond Park and saw the deer before I went home. Oh, lovely. Yeah, that was interesting because I'm normally a bit scared of animals and they were literally, you walked in the gate and they were pretty much there. It's like, how do they not get out? Maybe they oh, don't like really? it. Maybe they just don't like the road. But yeah, there was an Can't awful lot of them and they're quite shy. Like if you walk near them, they tend to walk away. Oh, Okay. Very nice. Yeah. It is going to stop bleeping, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) I, um, in cake news, I have done a cake for my friend's grandson for his ninth birthday, which was Uh a fortnight one. I've posted it online. It's the, it's called Peely, the banana who looks like James Bond. Yeah, I haven't really got a clue about Fortnite, but I did love the cake. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she wanted something with him on. I was like, oh, I don't really fancy making a massive model. I'll make a flat one. I thought, I know it's going to be hot. Couldn't get the paste that I wanted in my local shop. All they had was Renshaw's and Bako. I don't like either of them. Right. Um, The only other thing they had was Satinara, which I hadn't used before. So I bought some of that. And I think it's, who's it by? Is it by Culpit or is it by... No. Oh, Satinara. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't normally like culpit paste. Um, So I got it kind of like, well, I know I don't like the other two. This might be better. It's so yeah. soft. So soft. Like it's as soft as Renshaw's, but it's a little bit stronger. I mean, bear in mind that it was probably about 30 degrees on the day that I was decorating this cake because mm-hmm. I'd left it as late as possible and yeah. it just wasn't getting any cooler. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to decorate it and I rolled it out. It says, you can roll out extra thin. So I thought, right, okay, I'm going to roll it out thinner than I normally would. But this thing was so soft. And then I put it on the cake and it was just, every time I touched it, it was moving. It didn't seem to be skimming over. So I did. Did you have white? Yeah. Okay. I had white and I coloured it a pale yellow. So I didn't Mm. put much colour in it at all. Yeah. See, I just to divert slightly, Mm. I'd used Satinara back in i know must have been january february yeah you tried it on some dummies yeah and it worked really well Mm. really really well really liked it yeah um and then i ordered some um and they didn't have it in stock and i got an ivory because i wanted to try it out yeah and i used that and like you it was so soft yeah i have a feeling now, now you've said that because I have, I have now got some. Mm. Um, I've got a feeling that it might be like a winter paste. Yeah, because it it works so well um, when it was cooler. Yeah, and now I'm kind of rethinking. Yeah, that's what I suspected. I was like, I know it's going to be softer because it's so hot, but this is yeah. like putting your hands into like a bag of polystyrene. Like yeah. it's literally. I have told them. <laughs> 
Yeah, I have I have messaged and I have told uh, Culpit. I mean, it works better than Renshaw's, I think, in that if you tear it or if you fold it and you get, you know, a line, yeah. it heals itself really easily and really well and, like, yeah. invisibly. So in that sense, yeah. it was easy to work with, but I just could not get a smooth finish on it. There was nothing to no. press against. So yeah. the top of my cake was so uneven. I was like, I can't leave this plain. I need to do something. So I stamped his name in it to get a bit of texture and sort of hide things. And then the edges yeah. were so uneven because it was a number nine. And it was obviously hard yeah. to get your smoother in and do stuff. I was like, God, yeah. what can I do? So then I went around with a black outline with the extruder, which works yeah. well again. It looks really nice though. Yeah. I was happy with it in the end, but it was a, a lot of uh, fixing. And I've signed up for a couple of Megan Warns classes as well, her cookie classes. I'm doing them... It's next week, isn't it? Yeah, beginning of August they are. So what? There's, they're one week after the other. Yeah. I've signed up for the pet portraits and the lettering. So I'm looking forward yeah, to them. I really fancied the lettering. Are they? Are, is it a recorded thing or is yeah. it live? Yeah, so it's, it's live in a Facebook group. So you get when you sign up, you get a code for the Facebook group. You put yeah. that in and they add you. There's a lot of people in this group, Sam. There's like 90 to 100 already in each of them. Really? Yeah, they're wow. popular. Um, so it's live and they tell you what time it's live and you get a course booklet, which I've printed, which runs to like 30-odd pages. It's got recipes. It's got um, templates. It's got everything you need. It's got your equipment list. It's got what you need to do before the class. You need to bake your cookies. You need to flood yeah. the backgrounds in these certain mm-hmm. colours they tell you to do. So there is some like prep work to do. I've baked so yeah. far and frozen stuff for one of the classes. Yeah. And then it's live on Facebook and there's like a schedule, a timetable of what's on. And then it's kept in the Facebook group forever. So you can watch it at any time. Oh, okay. Because I'm on holiday when... when oh, okay. Right. I'd say it's worth doing because you can watch it back. And then I think periodically they'll check in and, you know, answer questions. But obviously if you're live, it's a bit more interactive. Yeah. But it's yeah. all in real time. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I really do fancy that lettering. Mm. One. Yeah. I will. I will have a look then. Yeah, I think it was quite reasonable as well. So I signed up for the two together and yeah, I got a discount on them. And yep. I don't remember what it was in dollars, but it was US dollars because we had this conversation before. Yes. It was US dollars and in pounds, it was £35 just under like £34 and something P. Was that for both of them? For both of them, yeah. Wow. Which is very reasonable. And they are probably, I think they're like two, two and a half hours each. Wow. So, you know, you could do worse. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go and have a. I'll go and have a look then, because I. Mm. Yeah, like I say, that that lettering just looks so good. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to them. So, what have you done? Mm. Why's your week been awful? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll start with the why it's been awful and work backwards. Okay. <laughs> so, prior to um, our so-called Freedom Day, yeah, um, my husband got COVID. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So from Thursday the 15th of July, yeah, um, we've been indoors. Oh, Sam. Uh, <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> yes, yes. So Freedom Day passed us by. Um, the really hot weather passed us by. God. Um, it, <laughs> yeah. it was lovely. Oh, and I did have a cake to do. So I had um, him, obviously, was away yeah <laughs> um none of us caught it lovely um, yeah we're allowed out now Hurrah. Yay! but yes he worked at Wembley yeah when the final the football final was on oh uh, okay 
yeah, say no more. What was there? 66,000 people there. Yeah. Which is really hard when you're self-employed. Yeah. Because obviously now he couldn't work for an entire week. Yeah, after um, not but, being able to work for the best yep. part of the year. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, after being made redundant and then, yes. <laughs> so it's been quite a challenging year. Yeah. Um, but he is thankfully fit and well now. Good. Um, has no taste still. That can take a long time to come back, can't it? Yes. Yeah. He, he just gets up every morning and goes, oh, this is nice. It tastes like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you just cook a lovely dinner. You don't need to bother Where's anymore, Where's the appreciation? <laughs> yeah. Where's the appreciation? Food is wasted on him currently. <laughs> so so anyway, so that was that was our last week. But on the flip side, yeah, I did do a cake like you in that heat mm. I was up at five o'clock in the morning uh, for two days yeah trying to ganache one day and then I decided that I was going to leave it in the fridge because as soon as it just got to mid-morning yeah it just got to the point where you just couldn't do anything no and it didn't um, really so get that much cooler overnight either did it it did the temperature really didn't nope. drop of an evening no, so I was like no, not at all might as well have no. my life I, I am kind of thinking about <laughs> I, yeah I am thinking about whether to uh, invest in a cooler yeah so am I but I think the time to buy it's winter isn't it yes you want to buy it in yes January, so I'm gonna really. try and hang it out yeah and try and get some um, blackout blinds for my kitchen window because uh, okay. our um, afternoon afternoon sun mm. is full on okay in our, in our kitchen yeah. And I have no blinds. I have nothing up at my windows. Okay. Which is obviously a bit of a challenge. Yeah. Uh, even when you try and do the washing up. <laughs> <laughs> You've been blinded by it all. Yeah. It's like a sauna. Oh. So, so yeah. So, mornings for me work. Okay. And um, so, ganache all right. Everything was fine. And then the following morning, I covered it in paste, which was, I did a bit of a uh, mixture of what do you have? I have Renshaw's Extra. I quite like Renshaw's Extra. Yeah, I don't mind that. I'm not so keen on the taste of it, but it's all right to work with. Oh, I don't mind. I don't mind the taste of it. Uh, okay. But I'm I'm contemplating getting some massa in the tropic. Yeah. For this weather. So so anyway, it was it was fine. I decided that I was going to do marbling effect using Mark Suarez's technique that he does. So I marbled it in honey gold. Oh. And then I got my pasta roller out <laughs> and decided I was going to put frills. Okay. Um, except, except the pasta roller, obviously I had pasta roller that's just used for um, icing. Yeah. Which was in the garage, obviously in one of the boxes I have from the shop. <laughs> so I found the pasta roller. I found the clamp to put it to the table, but could I find the handle to wind it? No. Oh. So, so <laughs> I have a I have a pasta roller used for pasta in the house. So I had to get the handle from that, but the handle's actually different size. Oh no! <laughs> so I have it at a different. So I had to hold it, wind it from an angle. <laughs> oh, made it work. Just though. made it slightly more challenging. Um, yeah, and and like the heat was just really it was yeah. a lot. But I did use the Burnt Island. Uh, picks oh yeah the, what were they called Cake pins pins yeah oh it was brilliant it was brilliant okay. but my my tip would be to put a little bit of royal icing or something and then put it through so it secures it oh uh, okay yeah particularly in this weather yeah 
because um, my friend's husband collected the cake and he took it back and it had slipped out. Okay. Thankfully, the rose was still in one piece. But Yeah. Uh, so he just popped it back in. But I thought, oh, do you know what? Either a little bit of gunk or a bit of royal icing that would just secure it. Yeah. But it worked. I really, really like it. So... Yeah, I was just desperate to use it. (laughs) And here's, uh, bless him, we'd been trying to communicate uh, on what to do her for her 50th. Yeah. It had to be either gin-related or running. Okay. So I was like, yeah, I don't want to do either of those. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, you know, you never get like a nice pretty cake. Everyone always thinks that you want something to do with the hobby, hobby that you do yeah. or something so so the cake was gin and tonic oh. and oh yeah it's very nice quarter of a bottle of gin and I still couldn't mm. taste it but maybe I drink too much gin I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> <laughs> they could taste it so maybe they drink okay, less gin okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what that says about me but anyway so it was a gin and tonic cake and then I decided he did he did message me about a week before going uh, did we decide on what to do with the cake or did I do the usual man thing and just leave you? <laughs> so all right. I'm going to do what I want anyway. So, so that was fine. I did another cake, which I'm not posting anywhere mm. just purely because it's not the sort of cake that I want to do. Yeah. But it was someone from, um, Carl's work when he used to work, this guy inadvertently forgot that it was his other half 60th birthday on the Saturday. This was <laughs> Monday that he messaged me. And he, <laughs> this will make you laugh. So for the Saturday, he would have liked to have had a 3D sewing machine. <laughs> you can keep wanting that, can't you? <laughs> on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I said to him, I have precisely two days available and uh, you won't be getting a sewing machine, but I can do a, a simple square cake. And then we had the number 60. He wanted it look like it was embroidered. Okay. Yeah. So I did some royal icing kind of uh, that looked like little flowers and stuff Yeah. in the, in the shape of the 60 and then just did, you know, piping around the outside, which oh, nice. looked like stitching. So, yeah, so that was, yeah, I had two days to do that. Um, what else did I do? Oh, so I had um, lovely girl Julia came over and did work experience with me from oh. school. Uh, I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. I did it in the shop and they messaged me every year, would I have somebody? And yeah. I hadn't replied because I wasn't sure that I was going to be able to provide something. Yeah. Because now I'm at home. But actually, um, Julia was a friend of my daughter's and she hadn't been able to get any work experience and she does business. So I'm like, oh, yes, I'll give you some work experience. You can help me out. (laughs) Yeah. So do you know what? We sat down and we created our, well, my avatar, uh, my perfect customer. Okay. So I did that for classes and I did that for wedding cakes. Yeah. And it just just kind of focuses you on where you think where you might find these people how old they are what their kind of income is and everything um and then we did we did a newsletter yeah and we reworded everything so off the basis of doing the avatar we then reworded stuff and I've had quite a few inquiries about my classes lovely uh, from that 
and it was like oh my life that was just so you know she went away so made up because we'd done all of that and inquiries had come back and uh, and that was brilliant oh so she'd had a bit of work Um, experience you'd had like a three weeks consultation (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) well not only that not only that we both went to, uh, I don't know whether you saw, went to Hever Castle. Yeah. So I went and met with them and are now on their suppliers list, which is really nice. And it's such a lovely place and they're really lovely. And she came with me to the meeting as well. Oh, brilliant. So, yeah, that was that was lovely because that gave her kind of, you know, some other experience. Yeah. And then we obviously went and did some team building in the water fountain. <laughs> <laughs> And got absolutely drenched. To break the ice and, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So so despite the fact that I've been indoors for a week, Mm. not been too bad. No. No. (laughs) Been reasonably busy. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So so have you got some... uh, some new things yeah not very many i've got um sweet sticks have brought out a luster brush which is their luster brush number 14 and it's a cylindrical brush with a flat end that's synthetic that's 12 dollars, and it's meant to be good for buffing in your luster dusts so you get a like a flawless finish on your cakes rather than getting brush strokes and things we've got pro gel have updated their formula of their gel colours. Did they say how they've updated it? I mean, I don't think they'll tell you exactly what's changed, but it says for accurate colours and improved consistency. So I had noticed okay. that some there's a very different consistency throughout the range of colours. So maybe they've addressed okay. that. I don't know. Because some of them do leak a lot more than the others, don't they? Um, yeah, I've only got a couple of pro gels, actually. Yeah, I've only got a couple, but some are definitely different. Yeah. So somehow the consistency has changed and they've put three new colours as well. So there's a baby pink, a baby blue and a lilac. So they're all quite Mm -hmm. on trend colours. And Squire's Kitchen have got some new luster dusts in metallic. So it's a set of 13 colours and there's four that are silvery colours, four that are goldy colours and then five that are in the bronze, rose gold, pink kind of vein of colors yeah um they come in toughened glass jars and they are 5.5 grams and four pounds 85 so that meant nothing to me that's that's not actually that bad no it's not i know squire's kitchen have always done larger sizes than the others but i'd never really thought about how much larger they were so just for reference sugar flare yeah the sugar flare tubes they're two, two grams, grams they? yeah. yeah, and the RRP on them is two twenty-five. So to get five and a half grams for four eighty-five, yeah. you're getting more than double that. So actually, I think that's quite good. Yeah, and do you know what? The picture that I can see on Instagram mm. that they've taken, they look really smart. They do. I think they've always done luster dusts quite well, actually, Squire's Kitchen. So yeah, first of all, I wasn't sure whether they just repackaged some of their old ones, but I think this is genuinely a new range of colours. Oh, actually, I was quite impressed by the photo. So. Yeah, they look nice. I know Emily Hankins has posted about them, so I know she does work for Squires, but yeah, she does painting and stuff, and if she thought they were rubbish, I can't see she post about them, so... No. Who knows? <laughs> they look yes. nice. So if you're in the market for some new luster dust, or want, if I suppose if you want to cover a cake with luster dust, a big jar is going to yes. be easy, because you could actually get a brush in it easily, yeah. or something in it to scoop yeah. a load out, you know? Yep. And then end up wearing half of it. Yeah. It sparkles through the air. <laughs> and through your kitchen for weeks. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> that sounds like right. Sounds about right. Yeah. What have you found that's new? Well, I got quite excited by this, as you know, because I immediately sent you over a picture. Yeah. Um, so this is Innovative Sugarworks, and they have, well, I'm assuming it's new because I've not, I've just not seen it before. Mm. They have a cake porter set. So they've got a small cake porter set and they've got a medium one. So let me first tell you, let me give you the sizes first. Okay. So the small one is 14 inch by 14 inch by 16 inch. And the medium is 18 inch by 18 inch by 25 inch. So that's the height, 25 inches high or 16 inches high. And essentially it's, um, it's a box to keep your cakes cool as you deliver them. So let me just tell you. So it says the insulated cover features, uh, a soft polyester exterior and foam and foil interior lining provides additional protection from light, heat and other elements. Perfectly fitted for innovative Sugarworks cake porter. Quality zippered front flap. So this is the outside. um, It's it's a bit like a cool bot. Yeah, I was going to say that. So you've got a what looks like a corrugated cardboard but it's not cardboard because it's white and it's yeah. some kind of insert plastic that goes inside, insert that yeah. you put your cake in which is like the solid cake box and then you put yep. that into this essentially like cool bag cover that yep. zips around and then it. they've put dry ice in the in the top where on earth do you um, get dry so ice from it's not something it. you can find in the uk very easily is it we'd have a cool pack an no. ice pack so you could have a cool yeah cool pack so yeah (laughs) however so obviously this is in america so the small one is 79.99 that's in dollars yeah and the medium is 114.99 so the medium takes up to a 50 pound cake so that's quite a whopping Mm. weight of cake that'll take that's good and the small one will take up to 40 pounds and you can buy like the cool bag bit on its own oh okay um, and you can buy the insert which surprisingly so the cover on its own is only $30 Mm. $29.99 and the box that you put inside is $49.99 for the small and then $34.99 and $79.99 do you know what the outside reminds me of you know the delivery riders their little bits they have on the back that they unzip it looks exactly like that it's a square box with a zip on it? it yeah I wonder if it's made by the same people. I'm not going to attach my cakes inside of a cycling bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Off you go, Sam. Pedal with your delivery. <laughs> your cake is safe with me. As <laughs> <laughs> you jump all the lights. <laughs> yeah. They also do a set of um, interior, a smaller set of interior boxes, almost like the size of a, a cake box. Mm. Hang on a minute. What size? So 13 inch square by five inch high. And the idea is you can actually stack three on top of each other ah. and then pop them into uh, the insulated cover. The medium cover, um, I presume however, that is. Yes. However, I got quite excited by these and then went on to uh, see what the postage was. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here comes the issue. Uh, they're not sending them outside of America. So you can't actually order direct from them to get no. it over here. And I think that's the way with a lot of companies because of the new Brexit rules on yep. tax is that they have yep. to have they have to pay the VAT, which they never had to do before, regardless of oh, what no. their income is. 
I know it's become a bit of a palaver. Yeah. So um, having a little bit of a Google, uh, you can actually get them on Amazon. Okay. Oh, actually, they're both coming back in stock. Now, you have to keep an eye on Amazon because initially when I looked, the 14-inch square was, get this while you're seated, (laughs) £279. (laughs) Which pounds are generally a little bit less than dollars. So you're probably looking at about $300, I'd say. Yep. (laughs) So if you want to buy it in the UK, it was, yeah, around $300. Um, however, I went on there again today to have a look and it's now £98, 82p. So things change. Yeah, I think (laughs) think that's Amazon pricing all over, isn't it? It's very up and down. Yes. So you have to keep an eye out. However, the 18 inch box, so the medium one is currently on there for £188.87. Okay. So... Why it's such a huge difference, I don't know. Um, whether yeah. that will change in the future, I don't know. I was going to say it's not double the size, but actually it's a lot taller, isn't it? It is a lot taller, but when you're talking, uh, if you buy it out in the US, uh, the small one is seventy nine ninety nine, and the medium is 114 Yeah, that's true. It's not that much of a jump. Yeah. Yeah. But I did like it. I like the fact that it's really sturdy. Mm. And I like the fact that you can put it in an insulated box. And yeah. I know we went through lots of configurations of polystyrene. and. <laughs> yeah. I also like the fact with this, the fact that the box insert is collapsible. So you can take it apart and store it flat. You don't yeah. have to have this enormous box. No. And it would be wipe clean. Yeah. And, you know. So, yeah, I do really, I really like this box. I think it would be... Um, you know, especially now we have weather that is getting warmer and it's more, it's going on for longer, isn't it? Yeah. Climate change is obviously having huge impact as you're working on it. You know, if you're only doing one cake and you're, you need to store them in boxes, you know, between working. Yeah, that's true. You know, putting them in there to keep them cool. Yeah. Which obviously for me in this kitchen would work, <laughs> be a boon really. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah so so the only reason I started looking was because I've got a wedding cake to take to London Mm. in October and I know October can be cooler or it or it might not be yeah it's Um, a bit up and down isn't it yeah and the fact that if I was stuck in a traffic jam I don't want to have a cake a wedding cake sat in my car warming up can I just say not not just traffic jams most of the roads in London are now 20 mile an hour speed limit yeah. So even if there's not traffic, you're not going to be moving that fast. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so so I'd really, you know, I'd like to be able to travel something that is quite safe and secure. Yeah, and be confident. With some, yeah, yeah, definitely. To know that I'm coming, come out the other end <laughs> with, with a cake that's yeah. still either stacked or something that I can take in in pieces and that's the thing this these are kind of quite designed for you to take a stacked cake ready done yeah I think this might be a purchase for a cake international show in person show because if it strikes me as the kind of thing that people might bring to a show yes. rather than post you that doesn't help me from October it's going to be a month too late <laughs> <laughs> next year <laughs> yeah I'll suffer the ride to London yeah <laughs> 
so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I may well invest in this um, because I just think it. I, I just love it, and it's going to be reusable over and over. Yeah, it looks smart. Yeah, and I think probably you might need to take a. You may well need to take a cake box with you so you can leave at the venue for yes the, the couple to be able to take their cake or what's left of it or if there's nothing left of it or whatever. Yeah, but. For transportation purposes um, and to keep your cake cool, um, I would, yeah, I, I, I would feel a lot happier with it in mm, the car. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, so that's um, that's that's all I've got. But quite excited over it, I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of messages. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was. <laughs> do you want a little um, break? Yeah, do you mind if I put the kettle on? No. We've just had a little mishap. <laughs> We've just talked for about 15 minutes and just realised it wasn't recording, so we're starting again. We are talking about weddings. <laughs> we're still talking about weddings. Yeah, but this time with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Well, at least we didn't do the whole thing. So, no, weddings, that's, Sam, that's what's your biggest fear? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So, still my biggest fear. Yeah, just to recap. <laughs> yeah, just to recap. I was I was chatting away about uh, COVID and weddings mm. and how the how recently I've had two contacts. Um, one was to make and deliver a wedding cake in a week okay it wasn't a big wedding cake but it was to go to Leeds Castle I was already pre-booked doing a cake so I couldn't do it Mm. but uh and and this lady was isolating and she couldn't do it who was it that contacted you the cake maker or the customer no it wasn't it wasn't either it was a friend of the cake so uh it was a friend of the cake maker it was a a cake maker via a cake maker okay (laughs) (laughs) um so she was trying to find people to step in. So there was two, she'd been contacted by two people on two separate weeks, actually. Uh, one for a wedding cake, which mm. had to be for the end of the week. And one was a celebration cake, which also had to be for the end of the week, both because people were either isolating or had COVID. Wow. And I think it's it's currently a huge issue that plays on a lot of cake makers minds Mm. that if they contract covid or they like me the other week uh, was stuck indoors because someone else in their house has got covid and you've got to isolate yeah uh, then actually either if you're ill making the cake is going to be an issue yeah or b if you're isolating actually taking the cake to the venue is the issue yeah there's so many people that I have been in contact with and it is something that really plays on their mind whether or not they'd actually you know going to be fit and well enough to be able to fulfill the order yeah um so I think that it's I think knowing two or three people so I keep sending emails out to my friends going, <laughs> I think we should we should really, you know, kind of get together or, you know, we should put a list together um, of people that we know and trust that yeah. would be able to deliver our cakes for us if something like that happened. Because to have people to fall back on yeah, would just be like, you it's, know... It's a huge weight of your mind. And I yeah. think if it's already been pre-planned, then there's none of this stressing about trying to get hold of people or, oh, who shall I ask? I think the point at which you'd need to do it is the point at which you take on the order 
you would then yeah. share that with your list of like maybe in a whatsapp group and say right i've taken on this order it's for this date it's this style who wants to be my backup yeah. doesn't mean that you need yeah. to keep it free it just means that should the worst happen they will yeah. pick up what's left of you know of yeah. the order to complete i mean you could put something in your contract to say that in the event of me having to isolate or becoming ill i will pass the order on to this person you could name them yeah and that yeah. the customer has the option to opt out at that point. Yes. If they want to. Yes. Um, I did talk... <laughs> With only a week to go to their wedding. <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know, they might have had other people cancel. They might not be the only one. Do you know what I mean? They might be at a stage yes. where they're like, you know what? There's just not enough people coming to to yeah. want to spend this money to get someone else to do it who wasn't the person that we initially wanted. And It's very, it's very difficult. Mm. Um but I, I do think, I think it's such a good idea to just have, have that conversation and have a, just a group of, you know, yeah. two or three people. People that you trust and you know. Yes, definitely. And then maybe agree between you all a fee that you would charge. Each yes. Because obviously you can't expect someone to do it for nothing. No. But, you know, agree, agree a fee that you know that you will pay them so whatever you're going to charge for your delivery and setup maybe that is what you then pass on yeah if it is a standardized fee yeah if you will charge the same then it's not an issue is it yeah and then then you know that that actually that money is put to one side in the event that something happens and you can then get someone else to do it for you. Yeah, and there's also, there's nothing wrong as well in increasing your prices going forward to take that into account. No, not at all. Because obviously if you're isolating, you still need to have some kind of an income. Yeah. If it means that you need to add on a bit of money for this contingency or this insurance essentially, then yes, do so. Like if people want to come to you, they're still going to come to you. Yep. There was a cake courier company that I saw mentioned by Miss Sugarplum on her Instagram before. Uh, They're called Nev's Delivery and Couriers, which is N-E-V-S, but on Instagram it's N-3-V-S underscore delivery. Um, It says they're a cake delivery specialist, personalised delivery and collection service across London on the M25. And I know that she has posted about using them before. So I think that yeah. could also be something to look into if all you're struggling with is the delivery element, if you've made the cake and you just physically can't get out of the house to get it to where it's going. If it's something that doesn't need set up, there are cake delivery yeah. specialists. You could contact people who have used them to find out their experiences. And if you are going to go down the route of having someone set up for you for wedding cakes... I think it would be a really great idea to take them along with you for a few yeah. setups before, you know, as soon as possible, basically, so that you've all got an understanding of what the other person expects. Yeah, because definitely. I think all of us, we've basically done our own cake setup and delivery guide. There was never anyone that trained us, unless you're on work experience at the right time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was never, ever anyone else there who told you what to do or how it should be done or, you know, there was no one that you're following. You just did what you thought you should or what you'd heard. So mm-hmm. I think to actually take someone with you and see what your process is and what your expectations yes. are would be useful because what I think is a good idea, you might not think is a good idea. There might be something mm. that you would expect me to do as a bare minimum that I'd never even considered. Yeah, I totally agree. I think you I'm, kind of need to manage everyone's expectations. Mm, I think you're right. I think you're right. I was, I was just looking at the uh, their Instagram page. Oh, the cake couriers. 
Nev's yeah yeah <laughs> and this guy posing with all these cakes <laughs> that just makes me laugh <laughs> but, but <laughs> he looks like he's a one man he's a one man trooper he is <laughs> I think so <laughs> he's out and about delivering <laughs> all these cakes but you know he's obviously done it quite a few times yeah now that's what um, you want is someone that's experienced and you can see all the stuff that they've delivered. You can see the customers they've yes. delivered for. That's what you want. Someone who knows how to drive, someone who knows how to carry stuff. Yes. You know, and if it's yes. their business, they're going to have more experience than a cab. They're going to know, they're yes. going to have the equipment. They're going to know how to carry stuff. Mm. Well, that is their reputation as well. And yeah. they don't want to, uh, you know, uh, do something with your cake <laughs> yeah so actually there's a post right down the bottom of their page which is from may 2020 so clearly the prices may have gone up since then but as a rough guide yeah. um it says from naught to 10 miles uh, extra small which is a package that fit, yeah. oh, that's not no a package that fits into an envelope you're not going to be doing <laughs> you're not going to want that um okay let's say large a package that fits into a large suitcase Naught yeah. to five miles, five pounds. Five to ten miles, ten pounds. Okay, okay. I don't know if that's per mile or if that's total, but that's not extortionate, is it? It's not, is it? I'm sure that would have gone up by now. I'm sure it would have gone up by now. But as a guide, it's not, you know, it's not terrible. But actually, yeah, if you've... Does it say how far he goes out and... Uh, there's works? another one. There's another post that's a little bit later on from June, which says... It's just a flyer I'm looking at. Large miles, not to five miles, fifteen pounds from collection point. Five to fifteen miles, twenty-five pounds from collection point. Fifteen miles plus thirty pounds from collection point. Okay, we specialise in deliveries within South London. However, we do deliver all over London. Yeah, and like okay. I said, I'm sure there will be other people elsewhere in the country who do something like this. Yeah. It's just a service that you've got to look for. Failing that, yes, go into business yourself and set up a wedding cake. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know what you call it. You'd have to advertise it quite well, but I think you get a lot of work um, setting yeah. up wedding cakes and delivering them for people. If you're a cake maker and, you know, it could be stressful, but it could pay pretty well because... I love all your ideas, Erica. That's a ser- <laughs> it's a service that people would use. If you've made this wedding cake and you know how to isolate and need someone to pick it up for you, you've got to pay out to yeah. get that to the venue with someone who knows what they're doing setting up. Yes. Yeah, Totally. Well, I'll add that to the to-do list. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever get stuck for work, Sam, I think there'd be plenty of people willing to take that on. If I ever get on. stuck for work, Erica, I'll just contact you. <laughs> <laughs> There's more ideas than I can shake a stick at. <laughs> but they're not ideas I have by myself. It's all stuff you say that like sparks up well, an yeah. idea. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so you can have a cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah anyway um on from on from that <laughs> yeah i think uh I, I do think i think weddings are just really they seem to be going ahead willy-nilly at the minute you know they're all everyone's picked up and run and i think that the wedding industry has seen everyone go back to big weddings oh really yeah the i was wondering when we were i think oh, i can't remember how long ago it was was it a year ago we were chatting about weddings and i was wondering whether people would carry on with small weddings small intimate weddings and yeah stuff. 
But all the signs that I've seen is that people want to get back with family and friends. And I suppose even more so now because they've not seen them for so long. I wonder, though, Um, if it's a different kind of big wedding. I wonder, because whereas before people would spend a lot of money on stuff rather than on people, if that makes sense. So they'd spend money on wedding favours and they'd spend money decorating the chairs and they'd spend lots of little things that probably no one really cares about. And now I think the focus will be, I just want to see everyone and have everyone there. They're probably a bit less bothered about the overall, you know, the little niceties and more bothered about seeing everyone. See, I don't, I don't know because the, the wedding uh, consultation that I did the other day, Mm. this one that's going to London, they have a wedding planner in place and they're having it all decorated up. Uh, and they've got the flower guy that's kind of sorting everything mm. and and it was almost back to the the same you know the whole decor thing and everything yeah so, you know, I don't know I don't know I mean only time's gonna tell yeah really yeah just wait watching to see you know <laughs> how all the photos pan out well what have a look at all the wedding photos. <laughs> yeah, <come back>. yeah. <laughs> Scour them closely. But yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to see if anything has changed. Yeah. Uh, one of the things but... we did say off when we weren't recording by mistake was that um, if you are getting inundated with orders because people yes. are rebooking from things that got cancelled, you do not have to accept the new date. Like, don't run yourself into the ground because you haven't worked for the last year. You're just gonna burn out yeah you're no good to anyone no exactly you're not going to be happy with what's you know the standard you're putting out you're not going to have time for anything you need some time yeah. to de-stress and like think and plan and all the rest of it mm. so don't be afraid Which to is... say no i can't do that date no but also then having if you've got that uh, group of people that you that you know and trust yeah you could you could then say you know maybe i recommend this person mm. they might be worth contacting because i think it is really quite hard for brides and grooms to you know yeah. find a cake maker that they want that's free at the minute yeah i'd probably go a little step further than that and say that um i can't do it but i've spoken to this person they are free on that day if you want them yeah. to make it please get in touch with them you know something like that actually yes. give them someone who you know can do it and would take it. on the yeah. design that you had agreed. Yeah, totally, totally. I think it's just going to come back big time. And I think mm. that we hadn't touched on wedding fairs at the time. No, no, we were about to uh, start. We were going to talk about <laughs> wedding fairs. I've never done one. I've done one uh, locally mm. and didn't find it very fruitful. Kind of went off the idea. That's what I've heard fairs. from a lot of people is that a lot of the time, wedding fairs, people are there to look. They're not necessarily there yes. overly seriously to buy. to buy and sign up. Unless yeah. you're doing something very niche, like you're doing, yeah. um, like, I don't know, a steampunk wedding fair or, you know, yeah. something that is very niche and people are going specifically yes. and they will take your card and go, that's the one I want. Yeah, yeah. I think that the only wedding fairs... Or showcases, <laughs> that, uh, get the terminology right, um, that are maybe worth doing are those when you are a recommended supplier for the venue. Okay. Because 
certainly it seems that Heaver Castle particularly uh, advertised to people who are very serious about mm. hiring okay. that venue. So when they have their their wedding showcases, not fairs, yeah. is it just their preferred suppliers that are at these events? Yes. Oh, that's is. good. Okay, so that's nice. So they've already decided that they want to have their wedding there and now they can yes. see all of their options. Yes. That makes yes. sense. Okay. And they very much sell it on, um, these are the people we know and trust. And this is who we would say you should work with. And, you know, you're free to, you are free to use anyone else. It's not, you know, exclusive. When I went to meet with them, I took them my cake samples. So they've tried my cake, know what it's like. So I'm now on three suppliers lists. Yeah. I'm one locally. Uh, which is Nursted, which is an absolutely lovely venue. I've delivered cakes there before. Yeah. And Commissioner's House at Chatham Dockyard. Oh, I which love Chatham is Dockyard. Just lovely. The yeah. history. Yeah. Yeah. The history of that place is just It's, it's like a fantastic. town. It's huge, isn't it? Oh, yes. Yes. It's really, really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the, and the and the girl, Chloe, that works there, she's absolutely lovely. I've got to do a birthday cake for her this week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Haver Castle, equally. They're all lovely, lovely places. Mm. Um, obviously, different sizes. So I might adjust what I'm going to show at each one. Slightly. Yeah, so I think that makes it so much more worthwhile as well because if you're going to a generic wedding fair, you don't actually—it's in a hotel. Do you know what I mean? You don't yeah. actually know where people are going to get married or how big their event's going to be. Whereas if you're going to a specific venue and you know it's going to be at that venue, you can tailor it yeah. to the decor, to the style of the place, mm-hmm. to the size of the rooms. It's just so much easier to sell, I think. Yes, totally, totally. And you know what the place is like, so you can think about what design of cake you think would suit that place yeah yeah absolutely instead of actually just taking along something very generic and yeah obviously that's a lot more work on your part because you're creating dummy cakes Mm. uh, for each each place but maybe i'll just tweak one or two yeah i don't know how many how many cakes to take to a wedding fair is too many or or showcase yeah (laughs) do you know how many wedding cake suppliers they have like preferred suppliers on their list are you like one um, of 10, one of 50, one of like five? Heaver Castle, I'm um, one of two. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> um, Nursed, I think I'm one of two. Okay. Uh, my friend is actually the other one. Fantastic. That's, uh, there you go, little yeah. partnership already. <laughs> yes, yes. I was, I, I was actually at hers the other day borrowing some um, sweet sticks. No, not sweet sticks. What's the one that I'm trying to think of? Sweet Stamp. Oh, okay, yeah. (laughs) And the other one, Commissioner's House does have, it has a few. There's a few on their website, Mm. but I think they're reviewing it and redoing it. Okay. So I'm not entirely sure at the minute. Some of them might be old old contacts rather than current ones. Yeah, I've got a feeling that a few sadly went... Um, out of business during covid and yeah stuff. so i know one of their catering businesses did so yeah um so they need to review and renew that so i'm not sure about them at the minute okay um well that's but... a very good odds isn't it one of two <laughs> yes that's not bad is it no, no i think those are the wedding fairs worth doing then so if you can get onto a preferred mm. suppliers list i think yes. that's probably the way to go yeah. and the that's a challenge in itself <laughs> That is a job in itself. I oh, really? In working at getting on supplies. Yes, it's really hard because 
a lot of the places have you, it's almost like once you're on the list you kind of stay on the list yeah okay. and then to break it and then a lot of venues will say we have x number of suppliers and therefore they're not looking to take anyone else on okay so it's a really hard thing to try and break into so maybe it's something to look but, at if you hear of a newer venue coming on that's when you need to get in there yes yeah Definitely. It's all right. My door just creaked open. My son has obviously just woken up and walked <laughs> into the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, it beats the two o'clock that he woke up yesterday. I mean, anyway. if I could, I would do the same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're just jealous. <laughs> yeah, very. Um, yeah, it was a real... Um, I, I worked hard over lockdown to get myself into a position where I wanted to go to... Uh, to people to become a recommended supplier yeah wedding fairs per se were very people come along and they try the cake samples Mm. stand and chat or they bring an entire family yeah and then everyone walks away with a cake sample which really hacks you off yeah um and then they disappear and you don't see them again i feel like they just kind of lack a bit of direction in general yes yeah, and you do spend you spend a lot of time in you're making the dummy cakes. So yeah. actually, there's a there's a cost there. I mean, decent uh, cake dummies are not cheap. Yeah. Then you're you know you're obviously looking at your time and your and the icing. So mm. and you're spending a whole day at a wedding fair. So you you would like to have some kind of comeback from that. Yeah. And then also there could be four, five different people there as well with the same business, mm. which which is obviously it's nice for people walking around because they get to see lots of different things and what people offer. Yeah. But on the at the same time, you know, your chances of work coming away with some business. Yeah, it's quite slim, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And wedding fairs are very um, like dependent on the weather on the day. Yeah. If it's too hot, people go to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> If it's a rainy day, people come out because they've yeah. only got to go from the car into the venue. And uh, you know what a better way to than sit indoors, go walk around a wedding fair and eat free cake and free food. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So you know, and is there a good way to encourage people to to book with you at a wedding fair? Do you do competitions? Mm. In which case, do you give something away? Not sure that's such a good thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, how much cake do you take with you to a wedding fair? Yeah. See, I, going back to the competitions, I just don't think that's right. If you need to entice someone to book with you, yep. they're probably not the right customer for you. I feel yep. like if someone's yep. only going to you because they could get it for free or because they could yep. get something for free, you probably don't want yep. their business because it's going to be hassle. And this is speaking no. of someone who loves a freebie. Like <laughs> they're not they're not gonna be the best fit for your business. No. We gave we did one competition once at the shop yeah. years ago. Um and gave away a free wedding cake. Oh wow. Worst mistake ever. Um because they actually they came they came for the cake, got what they wanted, never heard from again. Yeah. No review. No. And no photos, nothing. And then you try and follow up with them. No response. I think it's the same as like the Groupon mentality. People are only yeah. going on there because they want a bargain. 
they're not going to be yes. repeat customers because next time they want something, they're going to go for another bargain somewhere else. Yeah, definitely. I don't think it's the kind of custom you should be wasting in your time trying to entice back no. because they're only going to go for the for the best offers. They're not going to... Doesn't, totally you could agree. never be good enough to bring them back. Yeah. I also think you, you somehow devalue yourself as well. Yeah, and I think as well it can kind of not upset, but you're not really rewarding people for being returning customers are you no and maybe they're the ones you should be working harder to keep yeah so so anyway so (laughs) competitions are out (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) so so if you take cake samples which is obviously a good thing because you know you want people to try your cake Mm. um but then again you are you're chopping it up into pieces and we we actually didn't put a tray of cake out we had them behind the table yeah and handed them out when people came along because i i don't want small children just taking everything <laughs> i don't want i don't want people spitting and stuff over them yeah and i didn't want them to dry out mm. so so we kept all of ours behind the table covered you know okay. in boxes yeah and then we would put a small amount on a on a plate. And then as people came around and we were talking to them, we would then give them something to try. Okay. Because then at least you at least you feel like at the end of the day, if you haven't got rid of it all, you can take it home. And I don't have any worries about anyone else eating it. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah, that's true. But if I've got cake that's been spat all over it. <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't want to give that to anybody. It would just go straight in the bin. No. So, so Yeah. And I think, I don't know, I, I, see, I see people overloading their tables with um, cakes. Mm. I think it can sure just be a bit overwhelming, can't it? Especially if yeah. you don't know what you're looking for. It's like walking into Primark when there's a sale on. It's like there's just yes. stuff everywhere. And the yeah. fact that there's loads yeah. of it doesn't mean that you can find what you want. Sometimes it's easier no. to walk in when things are a bit more yeah. organised and yeah. a bit and I think you need back. to I think you need yeah definitely I think you need to know um definitely what size table you're getting yeah to display on <laughs> because if you go in with six cakes and you have only got a three foot table <laughs> you're gonna be sorely disappointed yeah um and whether it's gonna be supplied with a tablecloth mm. or take one uh to you know just to make your table look a bit nicer yeah have you got like a banner and stuff to go with it well that's see i currently i don't and i'm undecided at the moment Mm. uh as to whether i want one Uh, i was all for one uh, a few years ago definitely wanted one um and now i think mine is it's going to be dependent upon where i am because i'm kind of wondering whether yeah the backdrop of heaver castle is just going to be too nice to want to hide it with yeah banner. see i don't um, think maybe a banner is the way to go i feel that at the minute well assuming that you're advertising to a slightly younger audience yeah would be some kind of photo opportunity that contains your logo might be a better way to do it Oh, enlighten me. Well, like, you know, you get, obviously, um, you know, you're not going to be able to do this, but something inspired by this. Like, you get the pretty backdrops, like, you know, the ones with all the flowers or the little balloon arches and 
all that sort of thing. And then you have yeah. the ring light and you put your phone there and you take your picture and they post it online. Yeah. Something like that that's got your logo in it somewhere so they know who you were and they remember yeah. you and they can take their picture looking cute at a wedding fair. Do you know what? <laughs> Sorry, you just got me thinking now. You could you could do a setup where you, like you said, you have a backdrop. Yeah. And you could have a cake and they could stand behind the cake and see what oh this like a little photo booth with my cake yeah 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 and then and then you take a photo and you can send it over to them or whatever yeah or no they take it on their phone what you would need you know like you get the little wedding props on sticks you'd have a little one going here the castle wedding showcase cake innovations that they hold and like smile with oh yes that would be really cool Something something like that that's a bit different rather than just like a poster with your name on, which now everyone might look at, but they'll walk past and they'll forget you. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Thank you very much, Erica. Well, <laughs> <laughs> obviously it depends how much space you've got, but you know that's my Yeah. That's my idea. Yes. Take it and run with it. We'll see. Watch this space. Yeah. Next wedding fair you go to, it'll do no cakes on the table. It'll be all photo backdrops. <laughs> and me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you could bring your ring light. Bring your ring light, and they could have nice pictures. And yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going to do a podcast while I'm there. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> Multitasker. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that high note, shall we uh, move yes. on to our ones to watch? Shall we do that? Yes. Yeah. Who have you got, Erica? This month, I am having Malarkey Cakes. So on Instagram, this is M-A-L-A-R-K-E-Y-C-A-K-E-S, all one word. Um, there's also Malarkey Cake School, but I'm looking at Malarkey Cakes, the actual cake page. And I just love how they use texture she doesn't Mm -hmm. do sort of character cakes doesn't really do what i would call traditional cakes at all they're very very arty and textured and sculptural yeah yeah very contemporary um yeah oh i can't remember her name and i can't see it And i'm on the meet the maker page and i can't can't see but basically she's Uh. got a background in graphic design um obsessed with packaging design typography interior design and architecture which all inspire her cake making and has lived in various countries across the world currently based in the uk i believe Um, the link in her instagram page isn't loading for me at the moment i think that's my issue rather than everything else but she just has the most beautiful aesthetic to all of her stuff it's very pretty and contemporary and it is very architectural and very designery, or designy rather than designery. That's not really quite the right word. Yeah. Um, but I just find it all very inspiring. It really ticks a lot of boxes for me. There are no issues with copyright or copying or anything like that. And I think you can Katie tell. Katie is her name. Yes, that's Sorry. it, Katie. Um, <laughs> you can tell straight away that this is her cake. She's absolutely yes. got a style. And it's very, very recognisable. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. 
Sorry, I've just found a very uh, triangular tiered cake. One, two, yeah, three, there's four, so many. It's, it's very sculptural That's... and architectural and they're just beautiful. There's stuff, there's they lots are. of things with wafer yes. paper and painting and there's art deco and there's lines and mixed in with pictures of architecture, yes. which really inspire yeah, she's it. Yeah, lots of lots of different techniques, isn't she? Mm, lots of pattern and shape and it's exactly the kind of thing that I get quite excited about because I love a bit of pattern and a bit of cake. Yes. Yes, I can see where you may have got your inspiration for your uh, wafer paper techniques. Well, that was one of them, but I didn't actually realise she'd done the squares. She's done the squares a little bit differently, I think. They're folded. Um, they're not triangles. They're, they're squares that are folded. Um, yeah. But yeah, I love the architectural inspiration she posts as much as I love the cakes because I find them mm. equally as interesting and as fascinating and yeah it is isn't it really Ooh, really lovely like like yeah i am following fantastic so <laughs> that is malarkey cakes and i'm just trying to get the about page to load i don't know her surname just says kate so katie we love your work thank you very yes. much <laughs> <laughs> who have you got sam so I have gone for something that is completely un-cake uh, related. Well, it really inspires me. Um, so this is Vintage Adornments. So I will spell it because, um, yeah, it's easy to get adornments wrong. <laughs> it's uh, Vintage, V-I-N-T-A-G-E, A-D-O-R-N-M-E-N-T-S. And they kind of came to... Came, came kind of wafting past me last year when I did a photo shoot. Uh, I don't know whether you remember the one with the uh, the, the skull cake. That oh, I yeah. And she posted um, some jewellery and some hair clips and things. Okay. And since then, I've been following her. And I don't, I've actually, I don't know what her name is either. She's terrible really we've been very um, lax this today haven't we on her <laughs> yeah we have yeah <laughs> so she's not it doesn't say on her instagram uh page uh she does have a she does have a website and you can get stuff through etsy uh, but it's it's absolutely stunning jewelry and it just inspires me to want to create some of it onto cake yeah you know there's just okay, so some of the detail on her Etsy yeah. store it says shop owner Wendy Hook oh there we go well done um, that's what it helps with the other person is <laughs> scrolling <laughs> <laughs> manically through yeah. their phone trying to find the information um, so she's got some beautiful you know rose it's, it's, there's a comb that has got rose leaves and small roses um, but the way that they're, they're kind of displayed on it, you could easily transfer that to cake. Mm. Um, so it does it does really inspire me. She's got some beautiful um, tiaras. That's the word I'm trying to come up with. Yeah. Um, and grips and they're just, I, I, I think that they would suit, you know, if you've got a lovely wedding. Actually, if you scroll down her Instagram page, you'll come to uh, the photo shoot. And she sent through these uh, rose hair clips, okay, or grips, and but they're just different from what I've seen before. Yeah, you they know, are. You're not going to go to you're not going to go to the shop 
mm. and find these. Yeah, they're, are, these are not the know, kind of thing you pick up and accessorise. These are more like no. proper vintage jewellery where people invested a lot of money in a very specifically designed item. Yes, that yes, was definitely. intricately made with a lot of design detail and a lot mm. of thought has gone into it. They're very beautiful. Yeah. I can see yeah. why it inspires and, you. And you could easily... I think this is something that people don't um, kind of think about when they're doing their wedding cakes. If they've mm. got a beautiful piece of jewellery like this, actually could really inspire some some element within the cake. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if it's something that you're buying specially for the wedding. It'd be nice yes. to incorporate it yeah. into... Take those kind of things along to your wedding consultation with your cake designer Yeah, and show them um, because actually it really does spark off your imagination mm. and you could really transfer a lot of that into your cake. I mean, some yeah. beautiful emerald colours and... The, the vintage gold tones that she's got coming yeah, through the jewellery. Yeah, it's all very classy, isn't it? And beautiful and... It is. Stunning. It is. Absolutely yes. lovely. Yes. So if you want some inspiration, go and have a look at Vintage Adornments on Instagram um, or on her Etsy page or on her website. Yeah. Um, yeah, there we go. So, right, well, I think that's probably it, aren't we? For, I think so. For... August. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Thank you everyone for listening. Um, we'll list everything in the show notes below. We'd love it if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends about us as well, the more the merrier. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram at the Sugarcraft Junkies, where we'll be posting pictures of things that we've talked about in this episode. And we'll be back on the 8th of September when we're talking all about allergens. So have a lovely summer if it is indeed summer where you are. (laughs) And we will speak to you in September. See you then. Bye. Bye.